0: Heko na natereo irirangi o Aotearoa.
1: Super scientist NanoGirl is on a mission to show everyone the wonders of science. She's joined by her trusty sidekick, the constantly learning artificial intelligence repository. We call her Claire. Let's cross now to NanoGirl's secret lab.
2: Uh, well that didn't work. Maybe if I Oh, no, definitely not. What about... Oh, well, I guess that saves me from taking it apart.
1: Oh, Nano Girl, that doesn't look good. And you've been working so hard on it. Uh, whatever it was.
2: Not to worry. It's not a disaster, Claire. I think I just need to take a break and have a snack. What's in the cupboard that's
1: snack-worthy? Slices of apple, cheese and crackers. Toast and
2: honey. Ooh, toast and honey. Yummy, yummy. That'll give me the energy that I need to get my brain going. That sounds like a good idea. But not in the lab, Nano Girl. I know. But while I'm snacking, very much not in the lab, is there a question that I can think about?
1: Yes. Do you want one about
2: honey? Ooh, yes, please. Why do bees buzz? The question isn't really about honey,
1: but bees make honey, Nano Girl, and it's a question about bees, so it's kind of a question about honey. That's very unNanoBot logic. Do you need the jet bolt? It's all charged up, and I think that someone has cleaned the windscreen.
2: You're the best, Claire. Claire, thank you. I'll be back in a few hours. it's so much easier to see out of the windows when all the muck has been taken off the windscreen huh maybe it'll make me a better flyer driver pilot 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 i'll stick with that okay now gps says it's somewhere around here let me see Southern school huh okay it says i need to land here we go and here we go i think i'm in the right place let me just check hello uh hello hi um can you tell me where i am uh, you're at soggle school soggle school yes totally right on the gps that's awesome uh, i'm looking for somebody called anu i'm right here hey anu it's so nice to meet you uh you had a question for nano Girl. what was your question why do bees buzz? Why do bees buzz? That is a really good question. Um, and I see you have some friends here. What are your names? Ella and Oliver. Hey, Ella and Oliver, do you go to Southern schools too? No. What school do you go to? Marion. Oh, Marion, so you must be friends with Anu. And Anu, who else do you have with you? Hi, I'm Adi. I'm Anu's brother. Oh, Ardi, so nice to meet you all. Cool. Well, now we've got the four of you together. Do any of you know why bees buzz? Uh, for communication? Oh, to talk to each other. Maybe their wings might vibrate okay. and their ear kind of... Vibrate? So you think the air might vibrate? Mm-hmm. And that could make a buzzing sound? Yeah. Okay, maybe it's because their wings vibrate. Okay, anybody else know why they make buzz?
0: Um, because
2: their thorax and their abdomen, like, hits together. Very good, so their thorax and their abdomens and their body parts might rub together, and that could make a sound. Sort of like when we rub our hands together, and that makes a sound. Do you know what? I don't really know either, but I have a friend who does, and her name is Ashley. Would you like to meet Ashley? Yes. yes. It's going to involve a trip in the jet vault. Is that okay?
0: Okay. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Ollie might yes. walk, but the rest
2: of you are getting in, yeah? Okay, let's go into the jet vault. Everybody squeeze in. <laughs> Ollie, are you joining us? Maybe. Okay, everybody have seatbelts on. Ollie, last chance. We're about to leave. You coming in? I can't. Put the seat down on. OK, I've got it for you. Hold on. Here you go. Right, everybody in. Door shut. Get ready. We're going up. Three, two, one. Go! Yeah! OK, um, can anybody see those little boxes down there? What do they look like?
0: Beehives!
2: Beehives! Fabulous. I think we must be in the right place place, it is time to land. Hold on tight. Ah! Everybody okay? I think. All right, it's time to go find Ashley. All right, I think she, in fact, I think that's her over there. Can you see that lady? Let's just wave at her. Hi, Ashley. Hi. Hi. Oh, okay. Come on over. Hey, Ashley, how are you? Great, great. How are you guys doing? I am really good. Um, I have a group of
0: students who are really excited to meet you. Can you just tell them a little bit about yourself? Hi, so I'm Dr. Ashley Mortensen. I'm a senior scientist here at Plant and Food Research at the Rurikura campus. My friend Anu here had a question for you. Why do bees buzz? Oh, that's a fantastic question. Let's come on inside and look around. Yes, let's go in here. Ooh.
2: Cool, this is a cool lab. (laughs)
0: Yeah, so this is the bee lab here that we work in. Um, And so it's not just me. There's a lot of people here that do uh, bee research as well. So do you guys want to know how bees buzz or why bees buzz? Both. (laughs) Do you think that bees are the only thing that buzzes? No, no. What's something else that you hear that buzzes? Wasps. Wasps do. You hear really, really tiny things that buzz, like mosquitoes. And when you hear a mosquito buzz, what does it sound like? Oh, that's a perfect mosquito. I thought there was one right in my ear, right? It's that really, really high sound. And then have you ever heard like a big fat beetle fly by you? Yeah. And what does it sound like? Is it kind of like like this loud, really huge thing that you hear? Yeah, so the, some of the buzzing sound comes just from the wings moving. Um, and so it's those two, the wings moving around, that moving up and down, that makes that sound. And so when it's a really tiny insect, they move their wings really fast. And so that up and down is the wing beat, and it makes a really high frequency sound. So that's that high mozzy sound and then if it's a big insect like a big fat bumblebee or a big beetle it has a slower wing beat frequency and then it makes that really low sound so the word frequency actually
2: is a long word does Does anybody anybody know what the word frequency means how high pitched it is Good guess. What do we think? What does frequency mean? How frequent it happens. Right. How many times it happens. So frequency is a very scientific word and we use it to mean how many times something happens. So if I clap my hands, a low frequency means I don't do it very often per minute. So it might be like this. And a high frequency means I do it lots of times per minute like this. And so when Ashley's talking about the word frequency, she's talking about how often the bees, for example, might flap their wings together. Is it very often or is it not very often?
0: Yeah. So I went out yesterday and got some bees um, from out in the apiary. And I have them here in these little bags so that we all can see them and not worry about getting stung. And there's some that are different sizes. So hopefully they'll buzz for us a little bit and you'll be able to hear the difference. So... So these ones here are the drones. So these are boy bees. These are the males that are in the colonies. And what's cool about the drones is that they can't sting. So wasps, ants, bees, any of those stinging um, insects, they, the males never can sting because the stinger is actually the modified organ that lays eggs. So the boys don't have that. So the drones are always ones that don't sting. So we can actually get them out. Easy. Oh, there are bees everywhere! These ones are so tired. We collected them yesterday, and they don't do very much work at all. The girls do all the work in the colony, so no one's been feeding them because there's been no girls to take care of them.
2: They're so cute. Here.
0: Let's see if these boys will play. Whoa, that's a lot. Yeah. So I'm just going to knock them on the table to get them loose, but remember, none of them can sting, so it's okay. So if you hold one, you can feel it start to buzz. That's a worker who's in there. It tickles. You want to hold that one? There you go. Whoa, that like... No stinging, I promise. Oh, there you go. Yeah, there goes, one. This one doesn't want to get on my finger. And so it definitely had a much deeper sound than that mosquito sound, right? Oh, there go, a few flyers. to escape out the
2: window.
0: So they're attracted to the light. Um, so they're all flying over towards the window over there. So then I also have some bumblebees in here, and these are the workers, so they're really small. They might buzz for us too, and they have a deeper buzz than the drones.
2: They look more black than yellow.
0: They do. The bumblebees have a lot of black on them, the ones that it's we have fine. here. One
2: sting me? Right? <laughs> it feels like. Oh, it feels
1: like a spider.
2: <laughs> yeah. It tickles. It's cute. Okay, little guy, you can go down now. Those little yellow fuzzy stuff on it, is that pollen or is that just hair?
0: So this is just their hair, but the hair actually has special branches in it that make them statically charged. You know if your shirt gets staticky and it sticks to you? So these hairs are special and have these branches that make it staticky so that pollen will stick to it.
2: They smell like flowers. Mm. Are bumblebee queens
0: bigger than honeybee queens? Oh, yeah. Bumblebee queens are huge. So I don't have a live bumblebee queen with me, but this is a dead bumblebee queen right here. Oh, and so wow. they're so
2: big. It's humongous. <laughs> it's about the size of two of my fingernails
0: put together. I don't think I would like to be anywhere near that these <laughs> How, how, how do you think that bee sounds when it's flying? It's a big, deep sound when you hear that bumblebee queen flying.
2: Do bees buzz to talk to each other?
0: There are types of buzzes that bees use to talk to each other. And the queens actually will use a buzzing sound in the time when the colony makes a new queen. So there's usually just one queen in the hive, right? Um, But there's a few different reasons why colonies make new queens, one of them being when they are going to make a new colony to bake it towards two colonies. And when they do that, they raise a whole bunch of queens. So maybe like 25 new baby queens will be raised, but only one of them is going to be the queen that takes over that colony that's being left behind. And so what they do is they actually have a fight to where there's only one queen who's left alive. And the way the queens find each other is this piping sound that they make. So they kind of have this battle cry. And I have a video of a queen piping here um, that we can listen to to hear, because it sounds really different than the wing beat frequency sound.
2: It sounds like a baby's crying. Isn't that a funny
0: sound? It sounds way weird. And it's that really typical pattern that has that long whine and then those short bursts as well. And so what she's doing is going around the colony and she's making that battle cry sound. And the other queens that are in the colony are also making that sound, and so they're able to find each other and fight to be, see who's the one that's going to win and be the queen of the colony. What
2: sorts of other ways do um, bees use their
0: buzz? Bumblebees use a different kind of buzz that's called buzz pollination, and so that's actually a part of the work that they do. So honeybees and bumblebees, and actually lots of other bee species as well, visit flowers and provide pollination services, which is what helps us have all the different plants that we have and when the honeybees go and visit a flower they have those electrostatic hairs that we talked about and they go and the pollen jumps onto them and then they go and visit a new flower and that pollen comes off onto that flower but bumblebees get extra extra amounts of pollen by actually going and flying to a flower and they have that same branch static hair but also when they land they grab the flower and then they vibrate and buzz and that buzz releases even more pollen down on them. So they're just covered in pollen. And then when they go to the next flower, there's a lot of pollen to go ahead and pollinate that plant.
2: So that's like a bee basically shaking itself really fast so that the pollen falls onto it.
0: Yeah. That's cool. And the buzz pollination and the piping is not the wing moving sound. So the wings moving is what made that wing beat frequency and flying sound, but they actually are able to disconnect their wings to where their wings aren't flying and it's the vibration of those muscles that's actually making that buzz for the queen piping and for the buzz pollination. So the wings are totally still and they're still making that loud buzz sound.
2: When the bees do the buzz pun, is that
0: a dance? Mm. So that is, it does seem like a dance, yeah, but it's not the bee dance that people usually think of when they think of bees dancing. And so honeybees actually use dancing for a couple different um, times where they're communicating where things are. And they have a couple different dances, so they have a round dance that's just for things that are close by that says, oh, I know there's food here, Um, and then they have a waggle dance too, and the waggle dance is where they make this figure eight, and when they come back into the middle part of the eight where the two sides touch, they wiggle their body and dance around as they go straight through that part. The direction and the intensity of the waggle says where the food is and then also how good the food is. Um, And then they also will use that waggle dance when they swarm. So we talked about when they make two colonies, that one colony that leaves, that's the one that swarms. And there are scout bees who go out and find a new place for their their colony to live, so a new home. And they come back, and they tell the hive, or they tell the cluster of bees in the swarm where that new house is. And they actually vote as to what house they're going to move into. But when they're voting, they do that waggle dance, and bees that don't like the place that's being voted for actually beep the side of that bee that's dancing to say, this is where we should go to the home. The other one says, no, 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 that's not going to be a good home. And the way they do that is they run and headbutt the one that's dancing and they make a beep sound as they do it. That's
2: cool. Bees headbutt each other?
0: (laughs) It is really cool. And it's a really fun little high pitched beep sound as well. So some of the ways bees buzz are from just the vibration of their wings while they're flying and then they also can buzz by not moving their wings but moving their muscles and sides of their bodies and then they use those buzzes for communicating with each other it just happens to happen while they're flying which is a really important part of what they do and then there's also some ways that they use it to do work better
2: Oh, that's really interesting.
0: So, Ashley, if bees can make different sounds depending on what they're doing, have you ever put
2: speakers in hives to figure out if they're Mm. all doing okay?
0: Yeah, so I personally haven't done work with speakers in honeybee colonies or honeybee hives, but there are researchers in the world that actually are trying to use honeybee sounds to kind of diagnose if there's a problem in the colony. So if they have a disease or if they have too many parasites or maybe if they have way too much honey that's clogging up all of the comb and there's not enough room for them anymore, um, and they're thinking about swarming and making a new home, that they might be able to use sound to detect that. And actually, if you have a colony that's gone queenless, so the queen has died for some reason, you can, as a beekeeper, oftentimes when you open the colony, hear that the bees sound different. They are a bit more frantic sounding and make a really loud buzzing sound and don't settle as quickly as they usually do. So there is that sound you can hear there as well.
2: How do the bees with no um, stingers attack people?
0: Mm, Mm -hmm. yes. Mm -hmm. So there are stingless bees that are other places in the world. We don't have stingless bees in New Zealand, um, but those ones use their mouth parts, so they have these big, strong mandibles, and they actually bite and pinch and then pull hair, and they'll target things like your nostrils and inside of your ears because they know those are places that are really irritating. And that kind of reminds me, too, that even honeybees um, will use buzzing to sometimes help them sting. Um, So if they're going to land on like a really hairy mammal, so we don't have bears here in New Zealand, but I started beekeeping in the United States in Florida. And so there's black bears there and black bears try to get in and break open a honeybee colony. And so if the honeybees are trying to get all the way down to sting a bear or a dog or something that has a lot of fur, they can't just land and sting. They actually have to get onto the surface of the hair and then they... They buzz and they vibrate and work their way down through the hair to get to the skin. So if you get a bee in your hair, you can hear and you can feel that it's buzzing around and you just know that it's coming and you're trying to get it out before it gets down to your skin to sting you.
1: (laughs) Disgusting.
0: But they don't want to sting you because if they sting you, it rips out the end of their abdomen and then they actually die from that. So honeybees are really careful about when they sting and they make sure that they really think it's important for what they're trying to protect. Okay. Wow. Ashley, that has been amazing.
2: Anu, do you think we've answered your question? Yep. Okay, well, I have to get all of these guys back to school. So, Ashley, thank you so much. Have you had fun today? Yes. Yes. Okay, are you ready to go back in the jet vault?
0: No. (laughs) (laughs) Maybe we'll walk.
2: Maybe we'll jet vault. We'll Mm. see on the way out. But let's say thanks to Ashley. Thanks, Ashley. Ashley. Thank you guys so much for coming. Thank you, Ashley. And we'll see you soon. I'm happy to get these kids off to school. Bye. Bye. And bees do way more than just buzz. They make all sorts of noises that mean different things and they can even dance to tell other bees how to find flowers. They, they sound really interesting. Oh, they are. And researchers are looking at ways of measuring the different buzzes in a hive to monitor the health of a hive. Actually, I wonder if this experiment might help. For this experiment, you're going to need two pieces of stiff card a thick elastic band, two popsicle sticks, a bit of tape, two smaller pieces of card, some string, some scissors, and if you want to colour it in, some colouring pencils. So first you're going to decorate each of the pieces of card. I like to make mine look like bee wings. And then you're going to tape the two popsicle sticks together. Now tape one of the business cards onto the outside of each popsicle stick. And then fold the smaller pieces of card and put them lengthways in between the two popsicle sticks so the sticks aren't touching. This is going to make a tiny little wing over the sticks. Now place the elastic band over the popsicle stick and between the cards, making sure that there is some space in between the elastic and the business cards. Now cut about three metres of string and tie one end onto the popsicle stick and then give yourself some space, because you're new, to swing it over your head. And it should make a sound like a bee. And that's how you make your own buzzy bee sound.
1: To have your own science adventure, check out the video on the RNZ website.
2: It's got all the instructions you're going to need to learn more about buzzing bees.
1: Have a go and let us know how you get on by emailing us on scienceadventures at rnz.co.nz. Right, that break actually helped. Now, what was I doing? I'm not sure. It fell apart before I could figure out what it was going to be. A time machine, maybe? Oh, that's right. But no, it's not a time machine.
2: It's a flat pack set of drawers. Deceptively difficult, but I always learn from my mistakes. This time, maybe I'll try using the instructions.
1: Thanks for listening to Girl's Great Science Adventures. And a special thanks
2: to Ashley Mortison from Plant and Food Research in Hamilton and our brilliant little scientist buddies, Anu and Adi from Southwell School and Ollie and Ella from Marion School.
1: Find all of Nanogirl's Great Science Adventures on any podcasting app. It's on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Spotify, Podbean, Stitcher, and iHeartRadio too.
2: It's also on the RNZ and Nanago websites. Wherever you find it, remember to click the subscribe button so you don't miss an episode. And rate us, then others get to have great science adventures too. We'd also love to hear from you. If you have a great question, don't be afraid to ask us. Email scienceadventures at rnz.co.nz
1: This podcast was made by Dr. Michelle Dickinson, Sophie Fern, Marie Pipe, Jocelyn Bunch, Crystal Lee Brown, Liz Garten, Dan Cook, Tim Motkin, and RNZ's amazing sound engineers.
2: Until our next adventure, Kakatiano!